0: The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today.
1: Hear about it. My concern really is my generation, millennial. Talk about it. We are a weak bunch of butches. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Kim Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Harford County.
0: All right. Good morning. If you're just joining us, you are in for a treat. Uh, we were talking about the Mosby case in the last hour. Don't forget, if you ever miss any of the show. You can always check it out at WCBM.com. We archive the shows right there. Uh, usually, most times, uh, the show of the day will be archived by 2 p.m. Uh, again, go to podcast and then click on Kid Classic Live. You can listen to it. If you're ever on the go, don't forget we have the app in the App Store. Just type in WCBM. We're also on Spotify, Amazon Echo, and Tune In. All right? So there's no excuse. You should be able to listen to the show anywhere you are. Uh, this morning, we're joined by a special guest. And this is, uh, as you guys know, completely out of my wheelhouse. Okay? So just know that I am very ignorant on this conversation. But I've got an expert. His name is Luke, and he is a waterman from Pasadena. Luke, good morning to you.
2: Hi. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, Luke, I I saw your video on Instagram. Meanwhile, you have lots of really good videos on Instagram. Very informative. Uh, But I wanted to play this video that I heard and I saw. uh, Because I I looked at it and I thought to myself, well, this is interesting. Because I've never heard uh, anybody really talking about this issue. And uh, it seems like you are extremely knowledgeable on it. Uh, So let's have our audience take a listen.
3: Every
2: time it rains in Maryland, at least where I'm at, you get garbage like this tire. it washes down from places like the Tonawingo Dam. In addition to the trash, we get this lovely brown uh, foamy slime on the top, which happens to be raw sewage that dumps out of the Baltimore City wastewater treatment plant every single time it rains. And they don't do anything about it. I don't know what I can do about it. Nobody will cover the story. Nobody will say anything about it. But that's what happens. And nobody wants that in their backyard. That's not good for you, me, or the crabs. So do whatever you got to do. Write them, call them, make it happen. But the issue we have here in the Chesapeake Bay is a water quality issue. You can catch and throw back as many whatever as you want. Nothing's going to live in a stagnant puddle. Not to get sewage dumped in it every time it rains hard.
0: All right, Luke, that was so basic even I understood. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) I I appreciate that, by the way. Uh, But there's a couple things there. Uh, Number one, you talked about the damp. Uh tell tell us a little bit about that dam and how it collects trash and what goes on there because I didn't realize you just informed me about the dam. Uh let us know what that what that does.
2: Well first off, you know, I want to say that like, you know, I'm not a scientist, nothing like that. You know, I'm a, I'm a waterman. You know, I spend north of 200 days a year on the bay, and so all I can really provide for you is, you know, what I see while I'm out there. Um but yeah, that you know, the Conowingo Dam is a is a humongous issue here, you know, that we have existing in our watershed and uh just it's a massive hydroelectric dam that is completely full of silt it's like 14 mile you know like the, the holding capacity i think is like 14 miles and i mean the entire dam you know is completely filled to the very top with silt and, uh, you know, everything that washes down uh, the river and uh, trash like you've never seen before. And, you know, every time it rains, they cut the dam loose and uh, trash, trees, you name it. I mean, everything you could ever imagine just washes down the bay, taking out everything in its path, you know, including our commercial fishing gear. You know, I'm a commercial crab potter by trade, so we lose a lot of gear and, uh, you know, it's, it's it's really it's really not good uh... for the bay uh... and and it's you know it's an old outdated dam and everything it's uh... you know it's a it's a it's a time bomb i mean it's it's gonna go one of these days and every time we have super heavy rain you know they cut the the gates loose and you know we we have to deal with it all again uh... it's i feel like pretty much any between that and the uh... you know the, the the wastewater treatment plants you know any any efforts really to uh improve the bay is is pretty futile you know Until you've solved the problem you know the problem at the root everything else is kind of just a band-aid and it's you know these two things that are so huge and so like right in our face you know like me and the guys i know that crab you know we see it all the it's part of our life you know and it's 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 just very frustrating to see all these efforts and things like that to try to clean up the bay meanwhile you know nobody's talking about the two major the, the two major roots of the problem that are that are right there that are part of our daily life that that affect us you know arguably more than anybody you know we're, we uh, as watermen you know we we're, we're dependent on the resource you know and so you know we care about the resource more than somebody that isn't dependent you know right watermen have been you know historically kind of painted as like pirates that just want to take and take but you know the reality of the situation is like you know I I, I care deeper about about the animals in the you know in the bay, the crabs and the in uh, the resource and the well being of this resource than than anybody, you know.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and and also about the dam because I look, we had an infrastructure bill that was passed not too long ago on the federal level. I know right now, Governor Westmore has a proposed budget. I don't see the dam currently on the budget list, and that doesn't mean that it won't be at some time, right? Uh, I don't see it there on the list when it comes to the dam. Is that trash just from Marylanders? How does, how does that work?
2: Just Bay big watershed goes all the way to New York. So it's, um, you know, it, it's... it's You could throw a plastic bag or a bottle or whatever in, in the river in New York, and it's going to end up in Annapolis. You know, it's just a matter of time. You know, it's it's all the same water. You know, people... Water, water doesn't stop at the state line, you know.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, so, you know what's interesting... Uh, When you talked about in your your video the sewage treatment plant, it seemed to me that that was probably the bigger issue here. And I wanted to kind of understand, because I I can only imagine that it's probably a very costly issue. I wanted to kind of understand what what that process is like. I know you said whenever it rains, uh, what exactly happens there? Because, again, I have no idea how this works.
2: Well, I mean, listen, I'm not... I don't work in infrastructure. I'm not a scientist. I'm a. I'm just a guy that sees what happens when it happens and it right. affects directly. So, you know, I mean, I think that you know, when it, when it rains and stuff, you know, they they dump. You know, the wastewater, and it's not always what you would think is like traditional sewage or something. You know, they, a lot of it is, is treated to a point, you know, so they're removing a lot of the, you know, they're removing the solids and things like that, treating the water with chlorine. But the problem, uh, you know, when you dump that water into the bay is that it's so high in nutrients that, uh, but not the good kind of nutrients necessarily, you know. It's, okay. it's so, so high in nutrients that that's what's causing algae blooms and then dead zones in the bay. And then the dead zone is what, you know, is... Is killing all the crabs and all the fish and all th- all the things like that. So you know there there is times where um, you know if you get crazy heavy rain and they have to you know uh, bypass whatever at the water treatment plants. You know possibly you know you get some solids or something, but really the main issue is that um, you know they're 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 dumping this half treated uh, water into the bay that just the you know. It's hard on the ecology of the bay. The bay just... You know, the bay's a living, breathing thing, you know. And so it it takes a lot for it to deal with this, you know. And they're doing it all the time, every day. I mean, hundreds of millions of gallons a day, a week, you know, between the Upper Bay uh, wastewater treatment plants. Like I said, it's not necessarily always like, you know, solids like what you would think of, but it's, you know, it's it's almost worse because it's so high in nutrients. That's what's growing the algae. And then the algae makes the water cloudy, and, you know, so then you're not getting any sunlight for any of the plants to grow on the on the bottom. We have no grass anymore in the upper bay, you know. Um, and then when the algae dies, it sucks up all the oxygen out of the water, and then the decomposition of the algae is what creates dead zones. And then, you know, all the, the crabs and fish and everything, they can't live in that water because there's no oxygen um, because all the oxygen has been zapped out of it because, of you know, you're dumping fertilizer into this, you know, into this ecosystem and it, it can't it can't process it handle it fast you know as fast as you know we're dumping it in there um so i mean it, it's a humongous issue I mean, I mean the biggest issue in the bay is a water quality issue you know um it, it, you like i said you know you can put as many limits on on crabs fish whatever you want but you know nothing is going to live in a stagnant puddle you know yeah. and, and i feel like any real kind of uh efforts to clean the bay like i said you know it, it's it's you got to get it at the source and the source is right here and just you know nobody's talking about it okay. uh, it's been a problem for a long time and uh you know it's just there's not a lot of watermen left you know uh it's a dying industry uh i mean i'd like I'd, I'd like to change that but You know, the fact of it is there's a lot less guys out there that are dependent on the resource and seeing this kind of stuff every day, and a lot of them are, you know, a lot older and things like that. So, uh, you know, it's hard to get the message out, really, about, you know, this whole thing that's really affecting everybody. You know, it directly affects us, but, I mean, it's, you know, it, it will trickle down.
0: Yeah, well, and and that's what's so interesting about this, because in Maryland, I mean, this is, you know, our staple, right? Crab cakes. Yeah. Everybody talks about the crabs. Uh, When it comes to the raw sewage, uh, what does that do to the crab themselves?
2: Well, I mean, you know, the the, the crabs aren't necessarily being affected directly by that. It's just that the crabs can't live in it, you know, And, and if there's a dead zone from the byproduct of that, uh, you know, they, the crabs can't live in that water either, so it's it just disperses the crabs, you know. It, it's it's not like you're eating... It's not like they're dumping this stuff in there and then you're eating the crabs out of it because there's no crabs where that stuff is, okay. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like, you know... I, I don't want people to think that eating seafood from the bay is unsafe. It's it's still very safe because, like I said, you know, the, the stuff comes down and it moves them out of the way. Okay. Um, but it's just, you know, you're taking... Any, in, the, in the summertime, you know, you're, you're taking any water depth over, you know, 15 to 20 feet sometimes, and basically you can count on all of that water being a dead zone. So, I mean, you know, think about if you took, you know, the bay and the amount of crabs that you want to live in the bay, and you made them all live in one quarter of the bay. You know what I mean? So, you're yeah. ba- I, you know, it's sort of like, you can think of it as sort of like, you know, removing three-quarters of their habitat, you know, for the whole summer. It's like, you know, the population can only do so much and, uh, you know, whatever else.
0: Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. I did want to read this uh, message to you. You might have seen it because it was on your Instagram video that we played. It says, D.C. had the issue for years. Uh, raw sewage overflow from D.C. would get into the Anacostia, uh, still illegal, not safe to swim in it, and Potomac legal in some parts to swim for safety reasons. Uh, but it spent a few years and a couple billion in joint federal and local money to create massive rainwater overflow channels and cisterns to prevent the rainwater from getting into the sewer lines. Uh, big pain in the butt for dc residents to navigate in the short term but it's our it's our best chance of reclaiming and restoring our rivers uh for you guys it will have to be a state city federal expenditure everyone has to be in it together too expensive for baltimore alone does that does that sound like similar to what you're we're dealing with here in maryland what they dealt with in dc
2: yeah i mean you know like i said i'm a i'm a crabber i ain't a you know (laughs) yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a similar issue. It's not just a Baltimore issue, you know. It's a, it's a everywhere issue, yeah. you know, because yeah. a lot of, you know, cities are supporting, you know, there's just so many more people living in such smaller areas, you know, that a lot of the infrastructure isn't uh, working the way it is or it's maxed out, you know. Like, I, I feel, I think the, the the water treatment plant here uh, for Baltimore City is is just not, it probably can't work, it probably just can't do what we need it to do because it's not built for the amount of, you know, whatever to go to go through it and be processed properly, you know. But I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's hard to say, you know, what, what would even, you know, fix it or whatever. I mean, you know, especially the the, the go Dam is such a huge problem that, you know, I've always said, you know, things like this, uh you know no the problem will never get fixed unless somebody can get rich fixing it or look really good by solving the problem I mean that's just uh, That's you know, usually how it That's works. usually how that yeah. stuff goes so Yeah
0: well, I will say, if you guys want to call in and ask Luke our uh, Waterman from Pasadena a question, you can. It's 410-WCBM-680. That is 410-922-6680. I got a couple calls on the line we'll take uh, after the break. Uh, Luke is going to stay till 1030 again. Luke, thank you so much for that. No uh, I did want to just uh, touch really quick on the blue catfish. Apparently mm. this is a, a huge topic.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, so, yeah, we have this invasive species of catfish that's working its way into every crevice of the Chesapeake Bay. Actually, the Virginia Department of Natural Resources introduced this invasive fish as, you know, the idea was it was a game fish, you know, to try to attract people to to the fishing in the 70s. And they thought that, you know, since it's a catfish, it can't live in salty water and this and that. So, you know, they thought that it would stay in the Potomac Rivers and everything. And uh, it is spread to every crevice of the bay I mean you know and and it is it is a truly they are devastating the 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 native fish and crab population you know I've been I've done my own research I've caught the you know these catfish commercially myself I've also been out to survey with Department of Natural Resources and uh, you know survey the fish and what's in their stomachs and their everything else and uh, I mean it's they they are devastating our you know our environment, and you know they're 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 out there, and they taste great. You know I've been catching them and you know selling them at restaurants, and uh, you know we're we're just trying to get a little more market for it around here because it's you know it's a it's a it's a resource that we have plenty of, and it's relatively easy to get a hold of, and it, it's really really good. I mean it, it's no different than any other you know top quality seafood you know that we're getting out of this you know our, our areas. So wow, it's just okay. something you know if you see it, try it. It's great. You know I mean it, and it's available. Uh, and, you know, it's something that we really need to uh, get behind really making it normal to eat and, and harvest and, and whatever else. Okay. It's doing damage. You know, it's really, we're starting to really see the effects of
0: it. Wow. So the blue catfish. Yeah. All the rave. All right. We'll be right back with Luke, and uh, we'll get to the phone lines as well. Glenn Burney Transmissions and Jim Jennings Transmissions have joined together to make sure that no matter where you are in Baltimore, you can choose the best when it comes to your transmission. Both companies have been in business for over half a century. It's about time that the two premier transmission services service companies have teamed up. Whether it's a new, used, rebuilt, or remanufactured transmission for hundreds less than the dealers, look no further than either Glen Burney transmissions or Jim Jennings transmissions. You'll get the same courteous, professional, and expert service from both companies. You have free area toning and financing available. Call Glen Burnie, transmissions 410-766-8500 or go to GBT online.com you can also call jim jennings transmissions at 410-686-6700 or jjt-online.com glenn barry transmissions and jim jennings transmissions is the best team in baltimore
4: You snore, you may have sleep apnea, but Dr. Mm -hmm. Damien Blum of Feel Well Rested has a simple solution, and it's not that cumbersome CPAP mask. Dr. Damien Blum will fit you with a custom-fit mouthpiece if you have sleep apnea. Make an appointment to see Dr. Damien Blum. If you're tired or overweight, clear your throat or snore, you may have sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can cause strokes, heart attacks, memory problems like Alzheimer's or dementia, and even death. Also, there's a connection to diabetes, acid reflux, and erectile dysfunction. Dr. Damien Blum is certified by the American Board of Dental Sleep Medicine, and he's a diplomat of the American Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine. Most health insurances are accepted, and they are in-network providers for Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Medicare. Call Dr. Damien Blum at Feel Well Rested at 410 744 410 744 They want to help you feel well rested, too. Call today. 410 744 6088.
0: Sliding around in sock feet is a pretty common activity in a Fisher house. You see, every year, thousands of kids stay here to be close to a wounded mommy or daddy receiving care at a military or VA medical center. It's a place where they can feel at home when they're not, and where kisses and hugs are only minutes away instead of time zones which, for a kid with a soldier as a parent, is an unfamiliar
3: luxury. To learn more about the Fisher House Foundation and how you can help, go to fisherhouse.org today.
1: Sean Eddity.
5: I don't think this is the plan that David Weiss originally had. As a matter of fact, it was not. You know, there's always been an effort here. Let us be clear. They don't really care about Hunter Biden. This came out in the last two weeks that, hmm, well, we wonder if Hunter is going to be the sacrificial lamb in all this. It's not about Hunter. It's always been and continues to be about protecting Joe Biden as president.
1: Weekday afternoons 3 to 6 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM.
0: All right. We are joined in studio with uh, Luke the Waterman from Pasadena, Maryland. And Luke, if people want to follow you like on Instagram or anything like that, what, what are your handles there? Uh, I
2: mean, if, if you were just to type in my name, Luke McFadden, you could probably find it across you know, okay. whatever, whatever you were looking for.
0: All right. Well, just so you guys know, I now follow Luke on Instagram, and I'm <laughs> learning more each day about what's going on uh, in the waters. And like I said, that's that's, that's what people know Maryland for. Right? The yep. crab cakes and all the crabs. And so the last thing we want is to uh, lose that here in the state of Maryland. So we want to make sure we fix these issues. Again, Luke is not political. He's a waterman, right? This is something that he does for his livelihood. So uh, don't get that twisted, okay? We're not asking political questions, uh, but I do want to go to the phone lines because we do have a lot of callers I want to talk to you. Uh, If you want to talk to Luke, it's 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. I've got Chris in Middle River. Chris, you've been so patient.
6: (laughs) That's okay. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to call in. I can give some insight on this. I worked for a company called ADS Environmental for five years, and I've been in the sewers from Scranton, Pennsylvania, all the way down to Roanoke. Um, your your guest is very correct as far as the junk goes uh, coming from upstream uh, you know Scranton and Harrisburg are both on the Susquehanna which becomes the Chesapeake Bay so a lot of that uh, junk pollution he's correct about uh, but by the time that the, the sewage gets down here it's mostly dissipated the sewage problem is more of a local issue um, Baltimore City has mostly a combined sewer which means there are weirs in there, and uh, when it rains, they overflow. The, the rainwater overflows the weirs and goes into the sewer. So when the sewers get overwhelmed, they usually just burp out into, like, the falls, you know, the Jones Falls. We used to have sites over on Falls Road that are, like, 10 feet from the Jones Falls, so if, every time it rains, it would go into there. Uh, but I also worked, spent five years working for Anne Arundel County Public Works in um, sewer evaluation and rehab. And uh, the issue with Anne Arundel County, and this is probably more with the sewage that your, your, your guest is seeing, is probably more, you know, if he's in Pasadena, most of that sewage he's seeing is actually coming from Anne Arundel County when it
0: rains. Well, where do you go, uh, Patrick?
2: Uh, I, yeah, he's correct. I go out of Pasadena, but, you know, I'm in the Bacchus, so we're right at the mouth of the uh, Patapsco right there, so we can see the plants, you know, for the most part, sure. from where we're at.
6: The, um, the issue with Anne Arundel County, Anne Arundel County is not a combined sewer. Uh, it is a sealed sewer. The problem with Anne Arundel County is, is the elevation and its proximity to the bay. Um, because you don't have a lot of elevation, all of the sewer lines are going to be in the easement. And what you find normally at the bottom of easements is small waterways, like little runs and creeks, et cetera. Um, and most of the pumping stations are right on the water as well. So anytime it rains, even though it's not a combined sewer, you have a big problem with the deterioration of the sewer lines in Anne Arundel County. And uh, every year, there was kind of a joke when I used to inspect those, Every year we had to do what's called a CMOM inspection, which is federally mandated. And uh, the the joke of it was every year uh, we'd inspect them and nothing would change. You know, you would inspect these pipes. They've got a lot of roots and whatnot in them, debris. And the state is horrible of of these sewer lines. So um, my job mainly was to find infiltration. Because you know you don't want to pay for to treat rainwater. So the problem is with the sewer line being deteriorated. Um, every time it rains, the pumping stations get overwhelmed. When they get overwhelmed, the sewer the sewage backs up into the pipes, causing an overflow situation. And like I said, most of these sewer lines are right next to streams in Anne Arundel County. Uh, the pumping stations some of them are literally within 20 feet of the bay. So when they overflow, it goes right into the bay. And uh-huh. it, the joke was, you would inspect these things every year, and nothing ever got repaired with the sewer lines. So yeah. you have a lot of sewer lines in there Arundel the county that are in really bad shape.
0: Well, Chris, I appreciate all the information that you're giving uh, to us here. And I guess that's kind of what you're saying, Luke, is there's a lot of issues here. It's complicated.
2: Yeah, like, like I said, I, I appreciate that insight. You know, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a public works guy. I'm not a, you know, I'm just a guy that's out there all the time and I'm seeing, you know, somehow it's getting here and this is, you know, that's how it's affecting us. So,
0: we'll be right back.
5: SRN News, I'm Mitch Thomason. President Biden tried to figure out how best to retaliate for the Iran-backed drone strike on a U.S. military outpost in Jordan. Three U.S. service members were killed in the attack, several dozen wounded. Specialist Kennedy Sanders, Sergeant William Rivers, and Specialist Brianna Moffat died in the attack. American forces in the East have been targeted on more than 160 occasions by Iran-backed militias since early October. Build a wall to help secure the southern border? A lot of Americans say yes. A new Quinnipiac University poll finds 52% of voters favor building a wall. South Korea's military says that North Korea has fired off more cruise missiles into the sea and other tests of those missiles. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow down 48 points and NASDAQ is off 41. More details, srnews.com.
7: Does the idea of writing a will bring to mind a thriller movie about a wealthy, dysfunctional family fighting for a deceased relative's fortune? If you answered yes, you're not alone. Although these movies are entertaining, they sometimes lead to misconceptions about wills and estate planning. The biggest myth is that estate planning is only for the ultra-wealthy. The truth is, it's for everyone. Stover Legal is here to help you navigate fact from fiction. Our valuable insights and customized approach to estate planning ensures you and your loved ones are protected if something unexpected were to happen. We are here to protect your family and provide a peace of mind to your generation of planners. Learn more about how to protect your stuff and your legacy at planbaltimore.com or by calling 410-645-PLAN. That's planbaltimore.com. PlanBaltimore.com or call us at 410-645-PLAN.
8: After all the rain and snow that we've had during the month of January, this is a treat. We've got dry weather the rest of the week, temperatures on track for January, and then getting even warmer by the end of the week. Nice change of pace. You might see a little bit of sunshine today. Not much. 44 the high today. Tomorrow's cloudy but dry, 46. Thursday, sunny and warmer, 54. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM.
4: Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of their everyday financing offers. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval.
3: Are you or someone you love struggling with an addiction to drugs or alcohol and want to be set free from the chains of addiction? Then call Addiction Helpline America right now To get the help you need From drug and alcohol addiction To dual diagnosis treatment We provide a confidential helpline To help people like you get sober And live happy, substance-free lives
6: Treatment helped me get my life back I was so addicted
2: The only person I could focus on Was myself and what I needed I hit rock bottom and lost everything Through treatment I was able to overcome Those demons and focus on my
3: family again I used until I overdosed And almost died That was the end of the road for me. After seeking treatment, I now have hope. I learned skills that help me deal with life on life's terms.
4: 800-961-1981. 800-961-1981. 800-961-1981. That's 800-961-1981.
6: The start of the new year brings possibilities.
4: Yet too often, this
6: enthusiasm is met with pain in our feet, knees, and back. Does that sound like you? Then it's time to check out the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Art supports are FSA, HSA eligible. Come into the Goodfeet store for your free fitting and test walk.
5: Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small businesses, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store.
0: WCBM reaches all types of entrepreneurs, businesses, associations and specialists. Now is your chance to explain live. By way of your own radio show, exactly how your business or association can benefit the WCBM listener through block time. You control the dialogue. You control the subject matter. You control your own results. This is a great opportunity that WCBM can give to you. For more information, call 410-580-5231.
5: Join Gil Kuda live every Thursday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for On the Money. Gil will take your calls on how to live a worry-free retirement with a rebroadcast Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. until 10. It's On the Money on WCBM.
0: Grateful today because I have a guest here, Luke, a waterman from you know Pasadena, Maryland, said. that is informing myself and so many others about what's going on in the Chesapeake. Uh, we do have a lot of callers that are calling in, Luke. Thank you so much for staying extra. No problem. Uh, you didn't have to do that. So you're here. I do have an email here that's asking Joe or Old Bay, which one do you use? <laughs>
2: Uh, so J.O.'s, O's like the uh, there's two different seasonings. I think J.O.'s the best for you know steaming the crabs, and then you know I like Old Bay to dip the crabs in when you eat them. So
0: okay, because he Don says he uses both, so it's J O, it's not Joe.
2: Yep, it's J O. Yep. See,
0: this is okay. I've never been in a kitchen, just so you know, I can make pop tarts and hot dogs. Right, right. A
2: mean bowl cereal, huh? <laughs> yes, right that's here,
0: what yeah. I do. See, you know all about that. Yes, right. Uh, so Don, if you're listening, J O and Old Bay, you can use both, and uh, Luke approves. All right, we got our next caller here i've got sean and chris field sean thank you for being patient do you have a question or a comment yes uh i
1: live in chris field here on the water and um one of the things we say we do is pick up trash along the water line i try to raise oysters as a hobby oysters are real big here along with crabs and by the way i agree with everything luke says he's exactly right but one of the things i we fill trash can after trash can with is these single-serve bottles and those stupid plastic bags you get in the grocery store. They're everywhere. You constantly fill trash cans with them. So I'm supportive of efforts to cut down on the plastic. But he's exactly right about the dirty water. Large expanses, even down here, are called restricted harvest zones because of the level of E. coli they keep measuring in the water. And it's been this way for years. And I think what they need to do is get their heads wrapped around an overall plan. Because let's face it, there's just too many people that want to live near the Bay and in the state of Maryland. It's three times as many people in Maryland today as it was in the 60s and 70s. It's just too crowded. And it's and the sewerage is not going to decrease with more people. So i was just wondering what Luke might have to say about any of that. All
0: right, Sean, thank you.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, it's uh, the the plastics are definitely an issue. Um, I think that in the past few years, uh, there's definitely been a lot done, you know, to cut down on the plastics. And I know that in the Upper Bay, you know, I'm right at the mouth of the Patapsco River, uh, cra- crabbing, and, you know, I know in the past few years, I'd say the past six, I don't know at least 6 to 10 years that I've been out there you know I've noticed a, a significant decrease in the amount of plastics especially floating uh, bottles and foam and such uh, you know uh, the, the city or whoever they you know they put in the uh, you know the Mr. Trash Wheel machines and everything uh and those have actually since they have put those in, you know, they have one of the mouth of the Jones Falls. Uh, I think there's five of them in Baltimore. Uh, they put, they've been putting them in the mouths of the rivers. Um, I, you know, it, it has made a tremendous, noticeable difference uh, for for us watermen. You know, we don't, we just don't see the amount of garbage uh, in the bay uh, since they've implemented these, uh, you know, machines. Um, so, you know, I think those things were were awesome uh fantastic for and i'm not talking about the ones you they drive around the city and pick it up those are probably those are fine too but you know the mr trashful machines are very uh you know they're resilient through storms they work on you know the power of the sun and the current of the river and they you know they're very very effective they can pick up you know 50,000 pounds of trash you know in a day um so yeah, I mean, since they've put those in, uh, you know, we we have noticed a, a huge decrease in the amount of plastics after after storms.
0: All right, so if we have more of the uh, like the Mr. Trash Wheels, that would be great, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got to put them in a in a certain spot. And, and the thing is with the trash wheels like, you know, it's it's not they're not a solution, you know. Okay. They, they are helping the problem, you know, helping solve the pro- you know the the the, the by of the real problem, you know what I mean? So, you know, the, it's not like you can just jam one of those in every river. You know, it's going to pick up the trash, but really you have to fix... You've got to keep the trash from even getting in the river in the first place. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't just, you know, band-aid the whole world with trash wheels. It would be fantastic. You know, they're going to do their job. You know, they're very awesome, efficient... You know, well, old machines, but, uh, you know, you, you got to keep it from getting in there in the first place, you know, however that's going to work. But
0: Yeah, stop littering, people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> stop littering. All right, we got another caller here. It says uh, Al in Pasadena. Al, you wanted to uh, ask a question or have a comment?
6: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. My, li- li- my advice to you is to uh, find another occupation or move south. Now, that's not nice. No, I'm not being. I'm not that being ignorant. i to explain myself. <laughs> okay. um, the Potomac River, from North Point up, is nothing but a septic tank. Okay. Like he said, the rivers. It's not our w- wastewater treatment plants. It's The rivers that feed from Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, all that water runs downhill and settles out right in the Potomac River, and then eventually flows down there and through the Bay Bridge okay and the same thing with the kind of window that goes right up to new york all that stuff up there eventually comes down so you'll
2: never fix the problem well al I, I i you know you have you definitely have a good point i i appreciate your you know your point of view and everything but i'll tell you uh, first of all i'm way too dumb to quit so i've made it this far i ain't quitting now uh and uh you know i want to be part of the solution you know not Absolutely. not not part of the problem and you know i've been fortunate enough you know not only with my crabbing business to also kind of build a brand alongside that online you know making videos and everything and you know I, i've been fortunate enough to have you know built a, a, a big following where you know now i'm hoping that you know maybe we can use some of this presence online to kind of you know advocate for Waterman and uh you know really get out it, it really drive home a lot of the things that you know, traditionally watermen have had a hard time getting to the right people you know getting the right people to hear so you know i i i don't think i'm going to single-handedly solve the issue but uh, i found myself in a position where you know i think that i could at least do what i can to try to be a part of the solution instead of you know uh continuing the problem
0: yeah, no, Luke. I think you can solve this issue. I I watch your videos. I think <laughs> well, you're good to go. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm willing to talk to anybody that's willing to listen because it's you know it's uh, it, it's an issue that will eventually inevitably put me. He's not wrong, really. It will put me out of business and everybody that I know. So if it does not get solved, you know it will be it, it, it'll be bad. But you know that's why I'm here. You know doing right. things like this.
0: Right, and we appreciate you. I did want to mention uh, the bipartisan infrastructure law invested 300 billion in repairing and rebuilding America's roads and bridges. Uh, this is a very large investment, the largest one since uh, President Eisenhower. Uh, I just wonder if there's a way that we can divert some of that money, since we've already passed it, uh, into fixing some of the issues with the, the raw sewage and the waterways. I, I would think since they just passed this, and you know, just so you know, you know, this, I know there was a lot of back and forth, but this was bipartisan. There were a lot of Republicans and a lot of Democrats that support this. Uh, and that's why I say this is an apolitical issue. This, this comes down to the environment. This comes down to, like, yourself, Luke, you know, your livelihood.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's Maryland's entire identity always has been, you know, crabs and seafood and all that. And it's like, you know, the. <laughs> It's just it's just crazy that you know that that's so much of what Maryland holds tight to it and uh, it's it's being you know they're not they're not doing something about you know this issue. They're literally just kind of brushing it off, you know whatever. Like, and that you know that, it, ain't none of that in my department, you know what I mean? like I right. said, I'm just here to tell you what I can see, you know what I've right. seen and, and how it's affecting me and, and, and the people around me. so
0: right. it looks like I've got uh, Chuck on the line in Brooklyn Park. Chuck, did you have a comment or a question?
9: Hi, good morning. Um, I've been out in the water since I was a kid in the 60s. I'm 66 years old. And I can remember you couldn't even navigate the bay because your prop would get twisted up with weeds. They had actual channels you had to stay in because the weeds were so heavy. And I remember the DNR paying watermen to spread defoliant in the mouths of the rivers and kill that stuff so that it would be easier to navigate through it. There's so many mistakes made from people, and on top of that, no one has respected the Bay. With the trash that's thrown out in Baltimore City, Baltimore City's the trashiest city I've ever seen. I've traveled around, all right? I've lived here my whole life. It's human excrement. When those 20 coke ovens were running, and you had Glidden Paint Factory, you had Davison Chemical, you had uh, a Copper Refinery, the bay was full of crabs. Granted, they might have had heavy metals in them, but they were full of crabs. I caught so many crabs, I had to release most of the smaller ones and just keep the bigger ones. It's human excrement. And we need to put everybody possible on that problem. And, for instance, you look at Magothy River, it looks like coffee all the time, all year long, because every inch of it is developed. You go up here to where the Coast Guard is in Curtis Creek. I put my boat or my jet ski in the water. I'm waist high in the water. I look down, and I can see my feet perfectly. And there's minnows swimming around my feet, biting at the hairs on my legs. That creek is the cleanest creek in North County now because there's no development around it, none. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 a fact. It's human excrement until they get that straightened out.
0: Well they thank you, Jack. Did you want to comment on that, Lou?
2: Well, you know, I mean yeah, it is. It's uh you know, I don't want to scare people. It ain't like, you know, necessarily they're it's you know, like I said, they're removing, you know, the solids, it's that they're not fully uh processing the the water to a safe level of nutrient. So, you know, they are processing the sewage. Uh, so they're not, you know, they're not always dumping totally raw sewage. It does happen, but it's, uh, you know, the majority of the issue is actually the half-processed, you know, uh, wastewater that is just so high in nutrients that that is, you know, that's what's causing a lot of the co- the water to look like coffee. Is, uh, you know, the brown algae and everything, and uh, you know, the algae table, uh, it, it'll be on the surface, and then when it dies, it sinks, and that's when it kill, you know, kills everything. So
0: wow. All right, I've got uh, Lid in Perryville. Lid, did you have a
3: question or a comment? I have a comment. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm with Luke, 100. percent I live right here at the top of the Chesapeake Bay on the Susquehanna Flats. Okay, and the whole upper bay is full of the silt from the Conowingo Dam that not that not getting any attention. Okay, it was years and years ago that they. They pulled, put it out, pulled it out of there and made like two islands down in the Habitat Grace Channel. And the environmentalists, now they're, they're so wild eyed that um, nobody wants to do anything about it. And they have, where there were seawalls when I was a little girl in a little town called Charlestown, it's flat. Okay, that's how much it fill from not only the dam, but the streams and the runoff from. We have sand and gravel operations up here, big ones. And every time it rains, you can see it go down the channel, and it's, it's orange color, just like the material that comes out of that sand and gravel pit. It's a mess, and we should cherish this. You know, I'm 86 years old. I've lived here my whole life. My family, I came from Waterman, same thing. And it's really, it's a tragedy what's happening to this day. And it won't, it wouldn't take that much, really, to clean it up. with yeah, well- the will. Absolutely, Lynn. Did you want to comment on that
0: one at all, Luke?
2: No, I mean, I, she's totally right. I mean, the silt is, silt is a humongous issue, you know, from runoff. Uh, it also tends to be very high in nutrients, which kind of uh, perpetuates the issue. But yeah, the Conowingo Dam is basically completely full of this silt. That then, when they cut the dam loose, I mean, it blankets everything on the bottom. It chokes right out all the oysters and covers the sand bottom, and basically, it's turned the entire upper bay into a giant, de- you know, uh, mud flat, uh, where it makes life under the surface, you know, a lot harder. You know, I noticed the same thing. I grew up on Bakken Creek, uh, you know, when I was a little kid. I, I bought my first boat, I was 11 years old, it was a little rowboat, you know, and I would row around the creek and fish and everything, and even then, which, 27 now, so it wasn't all that long ago, you know, there was a lot more fish, and the the bottom was uh, sandy, you know, and then they developed a lot of uh, that area down in Pasadena, they put in a golf course, they put in all these very expensive homes on the golf course. And, uh, you know, we've had massive, massive runoff problems in the Bodkin Creek. And that's just the one I know the best because I'm so familiar with it. And I've seen it. I saw it before and after.
3: Right.
2: Um, you know, it did not take long, you know, to go from nice sand bottom with grass. And, you know, you could even catch soft crabs. Even, you know, when I was younger uh, to now, I mean, if you jumped, if you jumped off the end of your pier and did a pencil dive straight down, you know, you're, you're liable to drown because you'd probably get stuck two feet in the mud, you know what I mean, in four foot of water. So it, it it's a slippery slope. Wow. It doesn't take long to, uh, to to do a lot of damage, you know. It, it's it's kind of twofold, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, let me take this last. We have time for one more caller here. I got Fred at Essex. Fred, did you want to weigh in? Did you have a comment or question? Uh, no, I just to comment,
6: ma'am. Uh, first off, Kim, I'm from Essex. You're from Middle River, so we're neighbors. I understand exactly what you're going through over there. I understand completely. I've lived there all my life.
0: Oh, yeah, the open-air drug markets. Yes, uh, they're up and running.
6: It's too much. It's too much. I grew up right there in Air Wakers at uh, Fuselage and Compass. Uh, I've seen it. But uh, to get back to the topic of the Chesapeake Day, everybody that, that chimes in has a very valid point. It can be safe. But the time to start is now. If they want electric cars by 2043, we can save the bay by 2040. It's going to take all the states that contribute to Chesapeake Bay watershed to come together on some sort of consolidated agreement to turn this around while we still have time. Because Virginia, Delaware, Pennsylvania, even though Maryland has very strict, stringent rules about what goes into their waterways, these states don't have to necessarily comply, so they have their own sets of rules. The crabbing restrictions in Virginia are different than the crabbing restrictions in Maryland. And until we all get together, maybe the Environmental Protection Agency can step in. Department of Parks and Natural Resources, uh, DNR, uh, and, and maybe get some federal protection here. We protect state and and federal parks. Why can't we declare the Chesapeake and Delaware Bay an emergency area under federal protection and, and come up with some sort of, of of legal pathway, economically sound, to get this job done? Or we won't have these natural resources centuries into the future, which is what we want. We want posterity for our children. We want to enjoy the bay, and everything it has to offer. The wildlife, the fowl, the fish, the, the shellfish, and just the overall experience of being out there and enjoying ourselves without fear of, like the one lady mentioned, E. coli, or the high levels of fecal coliform. Um, it can be done. We've just got to get these people in Richmond, Annapolis, um And other places, Delaware, Pennsylvania, to to make up their mind, we do this now or we don't do it at all. I heard that it would take 150 years of loading up up boxcars back to back to back, night and day, to get rid of all the silt behind the Conowingo Dam. That is unbelievable. If we'd have started 20 years ago, we'd be at least halfway to completion now.
0: Yeah yeah Fred thank you so thank you Fred I'm running out of time here I, I think you've uh, really hit the nail on the head Luke before you go if you have a, a comment and also don't forget to give out your socials again because I think I mean this is a very popular conversation I didn't think you'd be here for an hour <laughs> so I apologize yeah yeah but did you want to comment because I think Fred is right this sounds like it should be a, a, an emergency here within at least the state of Maryland and we should get the other states involved
2: yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is tricky. I mean, you take the catfish, for instance. You know, it was introduced in the Virginia waters, and uh, it's made us all the way to, you know, every crevice of the Maryland waters. You know, and Maryland is is right now, you know, putting on a whole campaign to market the blue catfish and try to eradicate it because it's so hard on the rest of our, uh, you know, all the other native critters that live in the bay uh you know but in virginia there's a slot size so like they they still consider it a game fish and you can't you know y- there's limits and so, you know they they want you to put them back and, and, you know catch and release them and stuff like that so but the waters are joining you know and the fish are migratory so it's like it is it is tricky uh you know and frustrating Or it's like you know even adjoining waters can't come up with the same you know kind of you know get together you know to try to come up with solutions to try to to solve the issue you know i mean the chesapeake bay is is thriving in a lot of ways you know it's not all doom and gloom you know like the the fact that the chesapeake bay is still so full of life and, you know, well, this is still happening. And, you know, and year after year we have, you know, better crab numbers and better oyster numbers and, why, you know, better wild-caught oysters and numbers and things like that. It's just really a testament to how resilient the bay is. So, you know, uh, there is things that we need to do. We need to, we need to, you know, solve a lot of these water treatment issues and, and things like that. You know, that, that's where we need to start.
0: Yeah, well, I think this is a great start, Luke. Thank you so much for coming on here today on WCBM. Hopefully you'll keep in touch, keep us updated, and I'm sure I'm going to see you on other news networks here in the future because this is a big story. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Hi, I'm Attorney Michael Friedman. And I'm Attorney Stephen Friedman. And along with my wife, Rachel, we strive to continue our firm's 40-year reputation for excellence.
8: You know, Steve, when I started practicing law, things in the world were plenty different. No, FDR was not president, but folks were getting injured in auto accidents and by other negligent acts. And our work, our commitment to clients from the very start has never wavered.
1: You're so right, Dad. Handling property damage, getting car rentals, assuring the best medical treatment... And really, just getting their lives back remains our primary focus.
8: And that also means obtaining fair and just compensation for their pain and suffering, as well as for any permanent medical issues.
1: And although we prefer to settle cases, we often rely on judge and juries to obtain fair and just compensation.
8: So if you or a loved one has been injured by another's negligence, give us a call at the law offices of Michael Friedman. 410-363-6848 for a free consultation.
1: And don't forget, Dad, there's no fee for us and no cost to our clients unless
8: we win. Well, then, please continue winning. Absolutely not to worry. The Law Offices of Michael Friedman. Serving the Mid-Atlantic region for over 40 years. Stop by Boost Mobile Store today and give the gift of Boost. Switch to Boost and get four lines for only $25 each and four free
4: 5G phones. Boost Mobile. Get after it. New customers and in-store only. Requires auto pay and ID verification. Other restrictions apply. See participating dealers for details.
5: Hey, to social engineering and leftist corporations, that they make you feel like we're kind of living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, my wireless company, they know the silent majority is fed up and I'm calling on all of those Americans stand with a company that champions your values. The average family is saving almost a thousand dollars a year. Dial pound two fifty, say the keyword "save now." Do it now. You'll save an additional fifty percent off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk.
3: All families are different, and some have parents or children with little to no eyesight. But this doesn't stop them from sharing the work, play, love, and laughter of family life. Eyesight doesn't define a parent, a child, or a family. What counts is being together. Want to learn more? Visit us on the web at blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want.
5: Join Gil Cuda for On the Money now on Sundays from 9 a.m. to 10, exclusively on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Gil will take your calls on how to live a worry-free retirement. Gil Cuda, Aegis Capital, member FINRA SIPPIC.
0: All right. So happy to be joined by Luke McFadden again. You can uh, follow him on Instagram. Uh, You know, he's... He's on many social platforms. He said just type in his name and you'll see. Uh, He's a waterman from Pasadena. I got so many text messages, so many emails, and I am going to read them. Uh, We come back at the top of the hour. Again, thank you to Luke for coming in and just really filling me in on all this. Um, As I noted, the infrastructure bill did pass just last year. And the Biden administration is allocating money to every state. Maryland did get a large chunk of that infrastructure bill. And uh, what's interesting is I found this. I wanted to read to you real quick. It says, uh, the bipartisan infrastructure law invests $65 billion, with a B, to provide affordable, high-speed Internet to every American. Maryland will receive a minimum allocation of at least $100 million to help ensure high-speed Internet across the state. It sounds to me that we have other priorities. I don't know about you, but this sounds like an emergency. And this is, as Luke pointed out, Maryland's identity, right? The Bay, the crabs. I mean, we've got to do something now. All right, coming up next, I will read your text messages and emails. Like I said, i got a ton of them. Also at eleven twenty five ish, we'll play Who Said That so you don't want to miss that. You get bragging rights and girls cracked off lottery tickets. Again, thank you, Luke with Fatted. I've learned so much today. I love learning. All right, we got all that and more cut up next.
8: Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. You've been hearing me talk about Rescue Supplements for years. Well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking Rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored Rescue Supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. And the best part right now... You get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. Now to get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life. Or call 800-26-ALIVE, that's 800-262-5483, to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So don't wait. Visit res qlife and get 50% off recommended products today. WCDM Baltimore
1: is talk radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening.